0: What's up everybody? This is Tsunami Talk and I am back with another recording, I guess. I don't know, back in the studio. That is my dorm room in Springfield, Massachusetts, which makes no sense. So, what I'm about to do, I'm about to do my rankings for uh, my top 25 for college football right now. Usually I, I talk about, um, you know... I'm usually talking about the uh, the FCS schools and stuff because I'm big into that. But right now I'm just going to stick to college football. So let's see what's up. So for my number – I'm going to go bottom up, right? That makes sense, bottom up. For number 25, I have Utah. Now this might be debatable because I think Utah is uh, debatably in the top, like, like – 20-24, to 24, but I put them at 25 just because their losses and their offense is not very good. But, Devin Lloyd, their guy at uh, at linebacker, he's a dog. Devin Lloyd is a dog. He's got 85 tackles, 3 picks, 6 pass deflections, and uh, 6 sacks on the year. So the dude is not only stopping the passing game, but stopping the running game. And he's he can block he get, he knocked down six passes, picked off three passes and he has 85 tackles and six sacks so he's basically doing everything for that defense. Probably one of the better reasons why they're they're successful right now so uh, I really like Utah a lot. I think they should be on the upset watch this week because they're playing a big school. Let me check the schedule real quick. By the way guys that are listening on uh, the podcast. I am also on Instagram Live right now. Tsunami underscore talk. And kind of talking to the guys on the side, you know. So they're playing Oregon. I knew they were playing somebody big. They're playing Oregon. And I could see that being an upset because they're just a good school. At the same time, you know, we know who's probable to win. It's all right. Uh, NC State 24. I kind of debated a lot for 25 and 24. But I just like NC State simply because they made Clemson fold like a lawn chair. Uh, And, you know, their loss to Miami makes them look a lot worse than they actually are. Miami had a good game. They had a bad game. It's as simple as that. Um, Oh, I dropped a of cap. There we go. Yeah, they're, they're a good squad. I like to watch them play, you know? And seeing them beat Clemson and basically ruin Clemson's season... One of the most satisfying things I've seen in a minute. And then we got uh, 23, San Diego State University. People might argue they're in the top 20. They're not a top 20 team. If they're a top 20 team, then I am a Division One football player. Because their really only good win was against Utah, which is the only reason really why Utah's under them. Uh, they're completely out of their schedules league, but they still lost to Fresno State. Doesn't make him look great. Uh, Arkansas 22 they've been in the top 25 all year they've been like up and down because they've had good games bad games all that uh, but they can't close out in the clutch they lost to Georgia that was going to happen regardless if you have Georgia on your schedule you're going to lose they lost to uh, Ole Miss great football team and Auburn Auburn stains that record a little bit makes it look a lot worse than it is but Auburn's a good football team They're not. they're not Bama but you know they're in Bama if that counts for anything so then 21, I have Wisconsin. See, people might argue that Wisconsin is a better team than some of the guys I put above them. But Wisconsin, if you look at their QB stats, it's not good. Uh, Graham Mertz, he, he's 125 for 213, so he's, he's got a 58.7% completion percentage. Throwing 1,500 yards on the year. 8 touchdowns, 9 picks, stacked 10 times. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's not It's not great. And you know, it might it might have been good if his rushing stats made up for it. But he has negative 15 yards on the year. So it's nothing that I can really defend. It's not good football. It, it, it does its deed in pissing me off. So Wisconsin, I'm sorry. You know, your defense is... Picking up the slack, but... As of right now, I'm just gonna leave you where you are. Um... 20, I have, uh... The Raging Cajuns, Louisiana. Uh... They're not a very big turnover team. But they have a good offense and a really good record this year. So... You know, that... That's something to me. It gives me a little bit of faith in them. For a ball game or something. Uh... 19, Pitt. This one is highly debatable because Pitt could go way up in the rankings. They could be up to 15. I could see them beating BYU. But their defense isn't very good. The thing that's holding them together is Kenny Pickett. 3,500 yards on the year, 32 touchdowns, 4 picks, almost a 70% completion percentage. He's my Heisman favorite right now, which I know is not very much a popular one because Kenneth Walker... Bryce Young, who's second to Kenneth Walker, if you think that Bryce Young's better than him. Don't speak to me. I don't want your opinion. Um, All right, that's all I got to say about Pitt. 18 UTSA, for some reason, they're insane this year. They have a weak schedule, but they have no losses. If you're undefeated, even if you've got a pretty weak schedule, you're still going to be up there. Nothing to say. 17. (sighs) Oh, if you guys saw my face right now on the podcast, I... (laughs) <laughs> had a lot of extreme expressions. Um, Texas A&M. Their losses are good losses. So they lost to good teams and they put up a fight. Their wins are good wins. Like, they're fun. They were either blowouts or they fought hard for it. I don't see them being a top 15 team this year. But next year, I could see them being in the top 7. They just got to keep some of their bigger names. Which is hard to do because Texas A&M, it's Texas A&M. They got some of the biggest names in the country. It's just not going to happen that way, but I got faith in them. 16, Houston. Uh, Clayton Tune is throwing the lights out right now. Uh, he's got 2,500 yards, 70% completion, uh, 21 touchdowns. That's that's just big W's right there. That that that's phenomenal football. Watching Houston's offense play is is fun. So I base what I like in a team on how fun they are I don't watch a lot of Notre Dame because of the fact that I don't find them very fun to watch I don't watch Iowa because I don't I mean I don't, I don't like I'm not a personally a fan of Iowa because I don't like the way that they play I mean, it's effective obviously, but it's just not my my kind of football Houston throws the rock It's fun to watch I mean 16. I think that's fair 15 BYU They had a good win against Utah. See, this is what I'm talking about with Utah having good losses. Uh, Utah had a hard schedule. You know, it's a top 15 team. They beat Utah, uh, lost all their other competitive games. They had a really weak schedule, but you can't really expect much from an independent team. I mean, if BYU was in a conference, I could see them being significantly better. I feel like that would also attract more people to go to BYU. But, you know, uh, of the independent teams, there's not much you can do about it. 14, Iowa. So, they had a great season up until the end. They completely unraveled. They lost Purdue and Wisconsin. Both good teams, but it's just disappointing because they were doing so, so well. And I really, I mean, like, although I don't like watching Iowa play, I like watching them succeed because I'm a huge fan of tight ends. And you know, Iowa's tight end to you. And, um, you know, I just... I, I also like their jerseys, and that sounds like a primitive thing to say, and like a stupid football fan thing to say, but I like their jerseys. Uh, 13, Wake Forest. Wake Forest is not a top-ten team. They had a really weak schedule. The one, the games that they won were good wins. Absolutely. You can't take that away from them, but Wake Forest just did not have a good schedule. If next year, I mean, after they played well this year, next year, they up the schedule a little bit, put some more difficulty in there, you know, sprinkle in some other top 15 teams to play against. If they win those games, they're set for a top 10. Top 10, uh, maybe top 7, you know. They're not going to make the, CF, the CFP, but I I'm, I like Wake Forest. Uh, 12, Baylor. They had a terrible loss to TCU, which is one of the worst teams and one of the worst, not worst, worse teams in college football. But they had some good top 25 wins. They just kind of lost it on that one. Um, they could be much higher if they didn't lose to TCU. If they blew out TCU, they could be in the top five. Hot take. I don't know what to tell you. Um, 11, Oklahoma. They are incredibly overrated. Uh, Caleb Williams is a future star, but I have to put a lot of emphasis on the future. He's good now, but he will be great. He is not great yet. We saw last game. He had some bad mistakes. Bad throws, freshman mistakes. He's a freshman. He might be redshirt, but he's a freshman. I'm pretty sure he's a redshirt. Is Caleb redshirt? Caleb Williams. I swear to God, he's a redshirt. I don't think he's a redshirt. He is a true freshman. What's that noise? There's some digging going on outside. I don't know what that is. Let me just pause this recording real quick, real quick, so I can figure that out. All right, the the, uh, the digging stopped. I think. Hopefully, that's a long-term thing. Um, let's keep it rolling. So, where was I? I? Was at Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Spencer Rattler is a good quarterback. He's also not great. I think if he I think if he transferred, he'd be much better somewhere else. Like I get it. Actually. If he goes to Wisconsin, who have been having QB troubles, that would be a scary team. That would be a scary team. Oh, I'm getting in my head now. I can't be doing that. I make stupid ideas, and then it just makes me excited for football, and then it doesn't happen. Uh, number 10, Olness. So I had to move on quick. Uh, Matt Corral is, uh, or Coral Corral, I think it's Corral. Arguably one of the best quarterbacks in college football. He's got a good supporting cast. You know, some quick receivers. I mean, Ole Miss has had some good receivers for the last couple years. They beat Arkansas and Texas A&M. Other good schools in the mix. They're a good team. They're a 10 team. They're not higher. They're not lower. Number nine, Oklahoma State. They beat Baylor early in the year. And uh, Jalen Warren has a 1,000-yard rushing season. Uh, Slightly weak schedule. But for the most part, they're a good school. I mean, Oklahoma State didn't really expect to do incredible this year. But, you know, it's it's good football. Number eight, Notre Dame. So, all right, so this is going to be, I'm going to bring this back to Cincy at some point. Cincinnati. Um, Notre Dame could be higher. But their only loss was to Cincinnati. If Cincy, right, oh, I can't bring that up yet. If Notre Dame beat Cincy, they would be a top 4 team they would be in the college football playoffs and you cannot argue that if Notre Dame beat Cincinnati they would be in the top 4 and that's not argued because everybody would say Cincinnati was undefeated Cincinnati was really good this year you beat Cincinnati you make it to the playoffs that'll lead into something later number 7 Michigan they lost to Michigan State I'm doing that out of spite I don't care Michigan State beat Michigan I'm doing this out of spite I don't care Regardless, it's my list. Don't argue with me. Shut up. Um, number four. this ones going to Oh, this one's gonna... Oh, this one's gonna suck. <sighs> number five is Bama. Yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that. Um, it was a drop-off year for Bama, which is funny to say because they're five. But... Uh, so I pulled up some statistics, right? Their defense has been alright this year. So... They were 14th in the nation in turnover margin this year. When last season, they were third. And for the last five seasons, they've been in the top six and seven. So it was their worst turnover margin of the last couple of years. And that's why they're five, because they have good star power, but they need to prioritize the ball more. And when you don't prioritize the ball, you don't get the ball. And without turnovers, you cannot be that good of a football team. I mean, I know firsthand. I mean, I play for a division three football team, right? Doesn't mean that much. i um, in the grand scheme of things, but we We didn't like whenever we did not win the turnover battle, it was a in, in one game, it was a much more difficult game for us to win. Because if we got even one more turnover than the other team, that shot us up to another level. I mean it's the same with big plays. If if they have, if the other team has five big plays in a game, versus having one or two, it means a lot. Um, although the number might not be that that large of a difference, it means a lot. So uh, turnovers are very important, and if you can't get turnovers, uh, if you're a top, arguably a top four team, and you can't even be top ten in turnover margin, especially with a team run by Nick Saban, and is one of the best franchises in, in sports, you have to be able to turn the ball over consistently. You can't be 14th. Alright, so number four, Cincinnati. People are going to tell me, Tommy, why is Cincinnati over Bama? Here's my answer. They are incredibly underrated. Now I'm going to bring back the Notre Dame point. Notre Dame's only loss was Cincinnati. If Notre Dame beat Cincinnati they would be top four they would be top four but if Cincy beats them and they're not ranked top four which they aren't right now I think that's a little biased because Notre Dame is arguably a better team than Cincinnati but Cincinnati beat them so if Cincinnati beats a team at that level of competition and you wouldn't argue because I know everybody listening to this right now would pick Notre Dame to be in the top four if they beat Cincinnati because they would be undefeated for one. And it's Notre Dame. Big name. Cincinnati is not a big name. But they beat Notre Dame. You, you can't have it one way and can't like not have it the other. That's just unfair. And I know fairness is not something that really comes into the rankings of schools. But right now it makes sense. So I'm picking Cincinnati at four. I don't care. Um, three, Oregon. Actually, no. I'm going to go back to Cincinnati. I forgot to tell you. Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter is a dog. Jerome Ford, 15 rushing t- touchdowns. Alec Pierce is a dog, too. It's just, Cincinnati's really good at football. I, I I want Cincinnati to win it all. I know they're not going to, and they're probably not even going to make it to the college football playoffs, but I like I like Cincinnati. All right, so back to three, Oregon. Anthony Brown is pretty good at throwing the ball. He could be on and off, though, but Anthony Brown is not just good for throwing the ball. He reminds me a lot of Lamar Jackson in, in college. Lamar Jackson's not a running back. I'm talking about in college, Louisville Lamar, he can throw the ball pretty darn, pretty darn well. Uh, but he's on and off. He can be inconsistent. He can throw two picks in a game and one touchdown, or three touchdowns in the game and no picks. But the rushing attack is insane. They have one of the best rushing team, rushing teams in the uh, uh, the NFL. This is college football, in college football, in the FBS. I mean. Travis Dye has 12 rushing touchdowns, Anthony Brown has 8, C.J. Verdell has 6, Byron Cardwell has 3. I mean, combined already, that's 29 rushing touchdowns between 4 different players, and it's not terribly split. Like, Travis Dye has 12, Anthony Brown has 8, yeah, that's a lot. C.J. Verdell has 6, that's their third rusher. Byron Cardwell has 3, that's their third string running back, and he has 3 touchdowns. And then if you look down the list, there's more players that have one touchdown. I just chose not to list them on my on my note sheet. Oregon is really good. They're third. I like Oregon. Uh, number two, Ohio State. They're completely and utterly underrated. C.J. Stroud is a bona fide star. He's balling as a redshirt freshman. He is a Heisman candidate. Don't argue with me. Kenny Pickett, Kenneth Walker, C.J., I mean, Matt Corral, you know, this is, I mean, this is a pretty stacked year for, for quarterbacks right now, but, Kenneth Walker or something, but, um, CJ's a baller, I could see Ohio State Winning it all. Ooh, that's crazy. Oh, I'm not going to get into that. At least not now, unless you guys, you know, comment on it and tell me you want to see it. Number one, Georgia. No argument. That's all I got. So, college football playoffs 1 through 25. One, Georgia. Two, Ohio State. Three, Oregon. Four, Sensei. Five, Bama. Six, Michigan State, because they beat Michigan. Don't argue. 7, Michigan, because they lost to Michigan State. Don't argue. 8, Notre Dame. 9, Oklahoma State. 10, Ole Miss. 11, Oklahoma. 12, Baylor. 13, Wake Forest. 14, Iowa. 15, BYU. So on and so forth. That's my list. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, This was fun, actually, because I haven't had this much emotion talking about sports in a while. Because I've been so busy with my own sport. I apologize for that. I was having fun. tumbling around like a big bowling ball on a turf football field with a big bear in the middle of it, looking like an idiot. Uh, That's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.